Hi, I'm Felicia Demas, host of Imagination Travel and Tips. This is where we are all about travel and tips for travelers, business and leisure. Welcome to episode one, titled How to Pack for a One-Week Trip. Most of the trips that I take, I have only a carry-on, even on my round-the-world trip. I know it sounds unbelievable, and I will admit, full disclosure, I did ship some things back home on that particular trip. But there are lots of reasons to have only a carry-on. For one thing, the weight and size that the airlines have are restrictions for our safety. You don't have to wait on the luggage to come off the carousel. You don't have to wait for the bellhop to bring the bag to your room. And every item is within your sight at all times. Okay, so let's get on with it. How does someone actually pack everything in one bag for a week? First, you've got to get it out of your mind that you're a prima donna. To quote a friend, you still have refinement no matter where you are. Refinement isn't defined by how many shoes you take. So you should have a packing list and it can have everything on it that you can even imagine. Take everything and put it all out on your bed. And then go through it and say, can I live without this for a week? If you've got something that you're not sure about, then put it in the I'm not sure about pile. But if you've got something like your sixth grade yearbook, you probably should just stay home. So first to the women, I'm going to say something that you're not going to like, but you need only three pairs of shoes. You would wear one pair. I wear walking shoes because they take up the least amount of room. And then you can pack the other two. Depending on the time of year, it might be just a nice pair of black shoes and a nice pair of sandals. Black, of course, works for everything. You can take your small items and cram them in the shoes because that's nothing but air. So let's dive right into clothing. I know you've heard this before, but I'm going to reiterate it. Mix and match. You're probably going to need to have in your mind that it's okay to wear the same clothes two times. Most people who travel a lot, that's what they do. You do need something maybe a little nicer for going out. So a scarf or a cardigan that you didn't wear during the day will suffice. Um, Big pieces of jewelry that also works. And you can get um, those little, uh, well, they're those uh, large day-by-day pill containers and put your earrings in them. Take a toilet paper roll and cut it in half and thread your necklaces through that. That keeps them from getting tangled up. Now, as far as the bottoms, maybe a skirt for ladies, one pair of pants, and three pairs of shorts. Of course, it's going to really depend on when you're going and where you're going. A place that frowns upon shorts, like Morocco or India, for example, capris work. I personally look really bad in skirts, so I would have a really nice pair of black pants, two capris, and a pair of blue jeans or chinos. The same is going to hold true for men, but maybe they might not want to do the skirt. But they can get by with one pair of pants and three pairs of shorts. Um, In places like Morocco or India, shorts on men are not a big deal. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, I mentioned the black pants that I 
travel in that I absolutely love. They're from Travel Smith and they're these soft, silky type of pants and they're black. I wear them on the plane because they're really, really comfortable, but they also serve well for going out at night. It takes about 20 minutes to wash them and dry them. Um, they don't wrinkle. The only thing about them that I don't like is because of the material, they don't have pockets. So carrying a passport, your boarding pass, and a phone is a hassle without pockets. I've overcome this by buying a phone cover with a strap from a company called Bandolier. That's B-A-N-D-O-L-I-E-R. And I just wear it around my neck and I stick my passport in my bra. Or if you're a man, you can just put it in your pants. Um, you can also have an over-the-shoulder small bag, which is a lifesaver for traveling on a plane and traveling around the city. I just feel safer when I've got a shoulder or a bag over my shoulder, but you don't need one really big. So before I forget, let me address washing. I mentioned these black pants that you can do, but I would just use the shampoo in your hotel room for the soap. You don't have to pack Woolite or any kind of soap that you might use at home, liquid soap. But just wash them out in your hotel room, let your clothes dry overnight, and then voila, you're ready to go. Back to packing. Use your phone for directions and notes. Some people say, oh, carry a highlighter and you can highlight the day's events. This is especially the case on a cruise, but you got your phone on you anyway, so just use that that your phone for that. I understand that a highlighter doesn't take up much room, but it's true that little things add up. So, you know, kill two birds with one stone when you can. Now, I just said little things add up, but I am going to say take two toothbrushes with you if you're going to a place that doesn't have the cleanest water system. Mexico, again, India. These places, you you just don't realize how quickly out of habit you take your toothbrush and you throw it under the running water in the sink even an upscale hotel that says that they have a clean water system you know I've been to India maybe 10 times maybe more and I've never gotten sick now I'm not trying to jinx it but I am walking on the paranoid side there so I always take toothbrush two toothbrushes that's because I accidentally will run that toothbrush under the water and rather than risk it, I just throw it away. Most hotels will have an extra toothbrush for you, so it's not the end of the world if you don't do this. One little trick I have found that helps me, doesn't always work, but it helps, is I just take a, one of the hand towels and I put it over the faucet. This just reminds me not to use the water that's coming out. Um, speaking of that, though, you might need to take a washcloth with you, not the hand towel, but the washcloth, if you really have to have a washcloth for bathing, because in Europe, um, India, a lot of the Asian countries, unless you're staying at a very expensive upscale chain property, like maybe Marriott, they're not going to have washcloths. So it's just a, a little piece of advice there. I also will take a freezer bag 
And I have found this comes in so handy for me. I put everything in my freezer bag that I'm going to need on the plane. That way I can just pick it out and have everything right there. You can obviously put everything in a purse or a backpack, but when you travel internationally, especially on those Dreamliner planes, the overhead is uh, so tall that for someone who is short, it's very uncomfortable and practically unable to get up into that overhead to get out your bag. And again, those Dreamliners, they have a very small drawer for you to put your stuff. So uh, to me, it's just better to put everything in my freezer bag. And I also will find that I use my freezer bag for bathing suits that are wet that haven't completely dried. You just cram them in there. Um, other items that you might have dry, a wet washed and didn't get dry right away. Um, it's really nice if you have an umbrella, you can stick that in your freezer bag. Um, I'm not a big advocate of taking an umbrella with me because you can always buy a very cheap umbrella in the city that you're in, or a lot of the nicer hotels are going to have umbrellas that you can borrow. But, you know, if you know you're going to go to a rainy destination and you don't want to have one of those big, gigantic golf umbrellas, then yeah, carry your umbrella. So for me, and your mileage may vary, I have in my freezer bag my iPad, my phone, a charger, lip balm, lotion, headphones, miscellaneous medicines, and my passport and wallet. My miscellaneous medicines are things like Tums and Aleve, only because there's nothing worse than getting on a plane and having heartburn, and the food is really improved over the years, but I guess not moving around a lot, sometimes you get heartburn, and then getting a headache is the worst. So don't pack your prescription medicines in your checked luggage. And the reason for that is that even though you know you think you're going to get on your plane with your checked luggage, you've done a really good thorough job of listening to me and my advice. But sometimes when you get there, the gate agents might say, sorry, we don't have room and you've got to check it. Rather than freaking out or forgetting things that you might need, just put them in your your freezer bag or whatever. And the same holds true for your return with your keys. I've done this before by accident. Packed my keys in my carry-on. Last minute, decided to check my carry-on. And would you believe that was the one time my suitcase did not come off the carousel and my keys were in it. So I've learned now, well, once burned, twice shy. Um, put, if you have to have your own shampoo, then put that in a small travel bottle that you can easily get. Um, get a travel size deodorant also. And already look how much room we've saved. If you're going to be gone longer than a week, and those little travel size deodorants really last only about a week, then it's not a problem. Just go to the store when you're there and buy another deodorant. So now I'm going to address two sides of a battle. Do you roll or do you fold your clothes? Well, science and physics, they were never my areas of expertise in school. 
And to me, it just didn't seem like it mattered. You know, it's not going to take up any more room one way or another. But one day, I guess I was bored and I decided to experiment. I packed everything that I was going to carry on my trip and I folded up my clothes like I had always done. And I saw the amount of room I had left. And then, without adding or taking away anything, I refolded by rolling them. And it was like being given the gift of space. Rolling now is my new way of packing. Well, it's really difficult to explain in a podcast how to do it properly, but there are a lot of YouTube videos that you can check out. And finally, let me discuss packing cubes. For organization, it is the best. They definitely take up a little bit more space, but there is nothing worse than knowing you've got something in your suitcase, which is a very small suitcase, right? But you can't find it. I have surprisingly done this so many times where I've gotten back home and found the item that I was looking for that I had to go buy when I was there. I don't know how that happens, but packing cubes are amazing for keeping everything organized and I've heard a lot of people say that they couldn't live without them and I agree. Now packing is always evolving you know there are always so many things that I could say and this was just episode one. There's much much more I could talk about and I didn't include everything just a few tips but I would really appreciate your comments and your questions and also any suggestions from your own experience too, because we can always learn. And if I get enough, I might do a second episode on how to pack for a one-week trip. Look forward to talking to you and seeing your comments. There will be many more podcasts to come related to travel, but I hope that you have a wonderful day and enjoy your next travel wherever that may be.